Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Shelley Tasker Show here, coming out of CornwallRevolutionRadio.blogspot.com in association with the Campbell, Nuki and Penzance Truth Action Groups. It's good to have your company. If you'd like to join in with a live chat, click on the live chat room link on the top right-hand side of your screen, just below the player of your choice. I have Nina Eilertson via Skype tonight. Charlie's having a night off. And our guest this evening is Ian Welch. It's good to have you back, Ian. Thanks Thank you very much. In. Looking forward to it. And good evening, Nina. Good evening. Yeah, hello, Nina. <laughs> and today's date, let's not forget, is Wednesday the 3rd of February 2021. So, Ian, you're back again. I know. I you're, know. you're a wanted man, I tell you. <laughs> you know, the, the first show uh, that I did with you, I, the, the feedback I have has been absolutely extraordinary. It's changing people's lives. Those that are actually putting into action what I shared with that simple knowledge of the I choose. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, people go, wow, it's amazing. It really works. And, yeah, it does. It's so simple. It does. But it did annoy me last night because I went to bed thinking I'll do positive stuff. And I was like, I choose this. I choose that. And then I was wide awake because I was full of so much energy. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so just choose the right time of day that you do it, guys. Uh, yeah. yeah. And choose the right things as well, of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was all like, you know, I am energetic and blah, blah. And I was. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, it's good to have you. And tonight we're going to talk common law. Um we, we could do, like, a show with you, I'm sure, for the next month, <laughs> every week. But, Thank you. So where would you like to start? I'd like to share my story, first of all, with right. dealing with the uh, the corrupt councils that we, we have to deal with every day of our lives. Uh, and my story is uh, when, when we first moved to Cornwall, nearly five years ago now, uh, we purchased a farm. And the farm had a three-year temporary planning permission uh, for rearing game birds and wild animals. And when we bought the land, there was six months left on the temporary planning permission. Now, um, as the planning permission came to an end, we uh, decided to extend that. You know, nothing had changed on the land. They'd given temporary planning permission for, for wild animals to be grown, but they didn't like it. They decided to, uh, that they'd had enough. No, we cannot uh, um, function on this land the same way that they gave us permission to do. So I said, well, what do we do then? They said, well, you need to put in another planning application. So I thought I'd follow their rules and their So, so would this, let me jump in there, sorry. So would this have meant, were they trying to say that the bungalow that was built and everything, was that legit? Well, basically, when they came on the land, the previous owners had built uh, um, buildings uh, um, temporary buildings, big sheds, etc., in wrong places. Right. Uh, and so they were saying, well, first of all, that isn't the part of the, the planning, uh, temporary planning regulations that we set out three years ago. And um, so you need to resubmit a new application. So we, we did that. We had a, um, a planning inspector come around, followed us around the land. We said we wanted to do exactly the same thing. Uh, we, there's no change, you know, I don't see any difference to, you know, you gave permission last time, there shouldn't be any issues this time. But somewhere, somebody along the line really did not want us on that land. And, and they came in with guns blazing. I mean, there was no uh, um, help from them, no consideration. It was coming in straight away and say, we've got to tear everything down. You know, you don't have permission to do this and to do that. And I'm thinking, well, we invested all of our money into this land. We've, we've sold two properties. I've got my pension in. We bought the land outright. It owns, we own it completely with no mortgage. And we'd already invested uh, tens of thousands of pounds on the land as well, creating habitats for animals and for also um, 
having the, the giant uh, Cornish black pigs, which we have there, and started a breeding program as well. But they, they, weren't, they didn't care about any of that. They really didn't. And they just came in saying, um, if, if you don't tear everything down and put everything back to where it was, then we're going to come in with bulldozers and we'll plus we'll charge you £20,000 for the fun of it as well. And I said, well, what's your main complaint? And they said, well, you've changed this land to a residential land, you know, a change of use of land. So we haven't. This has always been a residential farm. Uh, you know, there's an old farm building on there, which you can see. Their chief um, planning inspector and their chief advisor, uh, um, legal advisor, said that doesn't prove anything. So I went out and researched and found that the land actually, um, the people living on the land was there for about 300 years ago on the census. There was a family there called the Carters who had 11 children on the land in, in the original farm building. So I gave this to the council and no response at all. Then they kept sending more and more letters to me. And by this time, I'm thinking I need help. So I done my research. I went onto the Internet and I typed in common law. I knew somewhere along the line that common law was going to help me uh, um, beat the corruption of, of councils. This is all councils. It's not just Cornwall, but all councils are corrupt. They're a corporation. They're a corporate body. And they do not have the right to charge taxes. They do not have the right to come in and enforce anything upon you because they're a corporation. And, and, and in statutes and acts and in common law, you do not have the right to charge uh, the general public taxes. So with my research, I found out that basically um, they, the letters they were sending me, they had a, a Mr. Ian Welch, and, the, and, the, and it was all in capital letters. Now, uh, people that are listening, if you have a name which is all in capital letters and it starts with a Mr. or a Mrs., that is not your name. That is not who you are. That's an illegal, fictitious name. And if you agree to that, then you also then agree to all of their laws and regulations. But if you step outside of that and you say that that is not me, for me, I would say my name is Ian of the family name Welch. And if you look at your birth certificate, you're on, you don't have a Mr. or a Mrs. on it. It's all in lowercase. That is your name. That is who you are. But they try to enforce, and they do enforce, you having uh, a Mr. or Mrs. and all in capitals, which is not your name. That's unlawful and illegal. So I was sending back these letters stating you know, to the council, I don't know who this person is. Who is this Mr. Ian Welch? <laughs> now, um, this, this confused them big time. Bet it did. <laughs> uh, um, because they were thinking, what do you mean, who is this Mr. Ian Welch? And I would send them letter after letter. This went on for three years, by the way, people that are listening. And I had to fight this corruption for three years. And I beat them. Uh, um, and I beat them using common law and, and truth and honesty, not corruption and fear uh, and fear-mongering is what they did. So I said, no, my name is Ian Welch all in lowercase. So eventually they decided to change the, 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 uh, my name to the lowercase, which then makes everything else that they sent me completely uh, null and void because they're now sending it to my real name. So that they had to change everything and start again with my, my real name. Now, by this time, I, I was having help and assistance by the common law courts personally. Uh, his name is John Smith in Scotland. And he was telling me exactly what to say and give me the correct letters to write to them. And they ignored every single letter that I sent them. 
And I was, I was really confused by this and very saddened that they just wanted to keep going ahead with their narrative, with the lies, with the corruption, and, and they were just more and more threats. It was really scary. You know, uh, uh, any other person would have just crumbled and, and just left the farm and, and just yeah. gone away. But mm-hmm. uh, then they would have had to find us a new home, uh, um, and that would have cost the council oh, tens and tens of thousands of pounds to do that. And um, I even had a policeman come in, one, an ex-policeman come in with me uh, on one of the meetings, and um, and he was trying to talk sense to them, saying, you know, why do you want to kick uh, Ian and Sue off their, their land? You know, this, this belongs to them. And they said, well, because they have broken uh, the planning uh, restrictions and the planning laws. Now, these laws are not laws. They are acts. If it was a law, it would have the word law in it. But it doesn't. It says act. So uh, Parliament Acts, they, they, they came into uh, power in 1911. Before that, um, and it's still, we are, this land that we're living on, this country we're living in, and on is still under the jurisdiction of common law. Now that was set by King Re, sorry, King Henry II in 1154. Now he set down a, a list of regulations and rules to help everybody, kings, queens, paupers, everybody. And that still stands today. Right? We are living on a land and a country that's under the jurisdiction of common law. So when uh, you are asked to go to court, then uh, what they're doing is completely unlawful and illegal. Unless, of course, you've done something really, really bad, like kill somebody or harm somebody. Now, the the law, uh, common uh, law, they have three main laws. You do not cause harm, loss or injury to another human being. That's it. Mm. Now, if we look at our governments, if we look at our councils, if we look at our, our police officers, they are breaking those three laws straight away. Uh, I mean, the, the police, if, if you go onto the Internet, guys out there that are listening and just type in the, the, uh, the policeman's oath and see what it reads. And you will be absolutely disgusted in how the police are acting at the moment. They are breaking every single oath that they have sworn to keep the peace and to look after us. They are public servants to look after us, and they do not. We pay their wage, don't we? We do. Also, um, there's something else you want to know about that. We only pay a fraction of their wages. The rest of their money comes from an illegal source, and that is speed fines, speed Uh cameras, and parking fines. Right, they... In 1974, all councils and all police forces in this country became corporations, public limited companies. They had to, you know, central government said to councils, right, we're not going to give you as much money now. You've got to find a way of bringing your own revenue in. So not only are we paying taxes to the government to pay for everything, then the councils came along and charged us again to pay for everything. So when you are told by by the councillors that uh, the money that you are paying in your council tax is to pay for schools, hospitals uh, and police, etc., most of those are self-funding. So the police are self-funding. Okay, Uh, councils, councillors are self-funding. Uh, and the corruption now in, in all councils is just horrendous. And there, there are uh, court cases all around this country um, trying to sort out the corruption that's going on in, in the councils. So uh, basically what we need to do as, as human beings is to go to the common law courts, which is what my, my wife and I did, uh, 
and we've got a brand new birth certificate. So the birth certificate that you all have and, and everyone that's sitting in this room, if you looked at that birth certificate, it's a contract. And that contract states that you belong to the state. And your parents unwittingly signed that contract. So all of us, everyone that's listening to this radio show now, you don't belong to you. You belong to the state. That is a contract signed by your parents. So the, the state, the government can come in and do what they like with you because you've agreed that, even whether it's wittingly or unwittingly. So what you need to do is to come out of that system. You go to the common law, a common law site website and you get a brand new birth certificate. It doesn't cost a penny, right? Then it makes the other one null and void. The birth certificate is then registered with the book of, um, in the Book of Deeds. So this is a lawful uh, document, a legal document. So that way you don't then, you come out of their system. There's something else you need to do, uh, which is the fictitious name. The fictitious name is your name with a Mr. or Mrs. in front of it and in capital letters. This is your straw man name. That's your straw man name. So those that know a little bit about common law, this is your straw man name. Now, um, you need to take ownership back of that name because at the moment, all the courts, uh, your, uh, our government, they own you. And there's nothing you can do about it unless you take back ownership of that fictitious name. So going onto the common law website, you can actually get another certificate where, where it states quite clearly and categorically, lawfully and legally, that you now take back ownership of your fictitious name. So that takes you out of the system. So then what you need to do is to con contact everybody and anybody that is sending you letters, official letters from banks or credit cards or whatever. And you need to say to them that you have spelt my name incorrectly. Now, if you really wanted to push this uh, um, big time, which I haven't, uh, but it's really a bit cheeky. If you've got a debt in your, in your straw name, which is Mr. or Mrs. in capital letters, that debt doesn't actually exist because you don't exist. So if you actually stop paying that debt, that mortgage, they can't touch you because you say, I'm oh, sorry, who is this person? I've no idea who this person is. And if they agree that it's a real person, then they are breaking the law and they know this. So this puts them in a really sticky position. I know I'm looking confused. It's all right. I'm concentrating. <laughs> ask, ask questions. I can clarify. Yeah, yeah. So... Oh God! It's all right. But my my dad, I know my dad will be listening. Well, he's obviously producing, and I know he wanted to do that with his mortgage. I haven't got the balls to do that. This is the problem we have with with the general public today. They've been so dumbed down. Yeah. They are so apathetic. They will just bend over and shaft. I would like to start with council tax. Yeah. And I know that there's a lot of listeners tonight, and this is one reason they haven't paid council tax, um, because financially they cannot afford it, especially current times. Mm. And how, what do you advise about that? Well, basically, that? again, you need to get the brand new birth certificate, take ownership of your fictitious name. If you own the property that you live in, that's even better, because then you can go to the common law courts and you can, uh, in theory, you sell your deeds to the common law courts. So basically that house or your land that no longer belongs to you, it's still yours yeah, yeah. Uh, because the common law is about the people. It's the people's law. But if you sell that land, and I've done this with the farm that we're on, and this was basically what clinched it. They couldn't touch us then. As soon as we showed them that documentation of sale of deeds, 
uh, to the common law courts. That was it. They just walked away. They definitely knew then they could do nothing about it because then they would have to start dealing with the common law courts. What's the sale of deeds again? Well, basically, uh, you when you buy a house mm. or a farm or a piece of land, it, there's a title deed. Mm. So basically, the, uh, um, the system knows where that land is and who owns it at any time. Mm. So if you buy that land outright, then that, those deeds go into your name. Yeah. And it states quite clearly in the Book of Deeds that you now own it. Right. And that's to do with common law, the Book of Deeds. Yeah, well, it's, it's all of it. Yeah. It's, it's basically, you're in the Book of Deeds and you're all up. Mm. But when you take a brand new birth certificate, it also says the Book of Deeds. We want a Mr. or Mrs. in front of our name. Because then those deeds or the house and the land that we own to us. Because if it's in a, a Mr. or a Mrs., capital letters, then that, that land, even though you paid for it, it's not yours. Yeah. It's the raw man, which yeah. belongs to the yeah. Which part? Okay. Um, Sorry, that was me. All right, so let's go back to, where was where the, the deeds, we're the just deeds. talking about the deeds, yeah. Okay, so basically, um, when you buy a piece of land or a house, then uh, through your solicitors and the banks, you will be given a copy of the uh, title deeds, land registry title deeds, which states uh, who owns it at that point. So if, if, some, if, if Mr. J. Bloggs owned it and then you now own it, then it will show that there's been a transaction that's now in your name and it belongs to you. Uh, I, I said quite clearly to my solicitor, do not put a Mr. or Mrs. on the title deeds. They didn't, but what they did do, they put my name and my wife's name all in capitals. Really? Right. So that basically means that that land belongs to the to the government. It belongs to the straw man, which is the government. So fortunately, with the help of the common law uh, courts and uh, John Smith, we quickly um, sold the deeds to the common law courts. No money transferred. No money changed hands. It doesn't have to. Uh, but the deeds went into the common law court's name officially in the Book of Deeds. So that land now that we own belongs to the common law courts. So they've got their own the Book of Deeds then, the common law. Uh, no, they, it's the same book. Right. This Book of Deeds is the same book that the, the, the statutes and acts mm. and the governments and everybody uses. It's that one book. Mm. It's, the, it's the book yeah. that everything goes in. Yeah. Because right. what I got confused about is you said, oh, as soon as I showed them the book of deeds, oh, the, the, the what was it again, the thing that you said? When I showed the the, um, the senior legal advisor in mm. the Cornwall Council, when I showed mm. them the contract of the sale of mm. deeds to the common law courts, um, they walked away. Right. There was, they knew then there was nothing they could do. Mm. And in three years, they didn't respond to one single letter about common law. Mm. They just kept coming back saying, um, we, we want you off this land. They even gave us a date, which was two years ago in, in the summertime. And if you didn't, weren't off this land by this date, we were going to come in with bulldozers and we're going to charge you £20,000. Now, most people would have shat themselves. Absolutely. I was yeah. just going to say, how, how do you live through that? You would have well, basically, strong. when you have faith in truth, and this is truth, and anybody listening, just simply go out and just type in common law courts and everything you could ever desire and need to know in simple form, which is what I'm teaching now, is there. That is our law. It is the people's law. And we are, we are being shafted by the governments, by the police, uh, and by our court systems. 
All of them are corporations. So our courts are, are places of business. So if you've got one... I know a lot of people listening to this are going to be going, ah, oh, this is rubbish, don't be stupid. And I've spoken to people out there and I've helped them big time, those that are really being screwed by the system. And it is unlawful, illegal, and it's not nice. You know, we're, we're trying to do our best as human beings. We want to pay our taxes. We want to help out. But when we're being completely uh, um, bullshitted by, by the system and everything is being stolen from us, our rights, our money, our freedoms, everything is being stolen, we need to start standing up. So this is what I've done. I've stood up. And if, 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 if the council hear my name, they go running. <laughs> like, oh, my God, it's that Ian Welch. Quick, fucking run. Um, because he knows what he's talking about. Uh, and when we all start to know what we're talking about and we're coming from lawful, legal, proper procedures, then the, the corrupt police force, government and courts cannot touch you. So coming back to the deeds, if you own a property, if you own a piece of land, then go to the common law courts and sell your title deeds to them. Doesn't cost a penny. But what will happen is you will receive a proper contract, a sale of deeds contract, stating quite clearly now that your land belongs to the common law courts. Now, common law is the people's law. So in theory, the, the land, your property is, is owned by everybody and everything. It still be, be yours and nobody can touch you. you know, it's, it's a very, very safe thing to do. But it takes you out of the hands of the system. So take your Mr. and Mrs. and the capital letters away from your ownership. Don't agree to that at all because that's not you. All right, straight away. So change all of your documents. Tell the banks, and you're going to love this one, they, they, they don't know what to do. They'll take the Mr. off or Mrs. and put capitals. Right? Or they'll give you all lowercase and then Mr. and Mrs. Uh, because they know that they are lying. They know that they have, uh, they're trying to pull the wool over the general public's eyes. Mm -hmm by stealing their money, uh, um, by, by using this method. So mortgages, uh, debts and bills, again, uh, especially mortgages, they're highly unlawful and illegal. And that's going to come to a stop soon because the banks are going to crash with what's going on with the global reset. So basically, <clears throat> um, your mortgage that's in your name, uh, a Mr. or Mrs., doesn't actually exist. So in theory, you can just stop paying because that person doesn't exist. And if you're approached, you just keep saying, I'm sorry, I don't know who this person is. You know, uh, addressee unknown. And this is what I kept doing with the, uh, um, the council. And also, well, I went right up to the high courts as well. And I just kept saying, I do not consent. I don't know who this person is. I do not consent. Now, today's law, uh, the statutes and acts, now they work by consent and naval law. Naval law. So it's contractual law, consent, and naval law. So first of all, you have to consent to that contract. So by consenting to that contract, then you are entering into a, um, a dialogue with them, and you're, you are agreeing to their laws, rules, and regulations, and you won't stand a chance. But if you stood in front of a judge, and he asked you your name, and you said, I am Ian of the, of my name, I am Ian of the family name Welch. I do not give consent to any of your uh, uh, unlawful laws. I wish to be tried by common law. Then they would throw the court, the case out of court. 
Can you say, I do not consent to your unlawful acts, rather? Unlawful laws, <laughs> acts. Because you were saying it's not well, a law. it's not a law, but they'll call it a law. Oh, okay. Right? So, so this is where they get law. you, yeah, right? Yeah. They say, this is the law. It's not. It's an act. Hmm. It's like a, um, you get pulled over by the police with a uh, you're speeding. They say you've broken the law. I said, what law is that then? Because it's not. It's a traffic hmm. act. Hmm. It's a traffic violation, which they have invented to steal money from you. Hmm. Right? If enough people got together... Uh, and just stood up, stood their ground, there's nothing they can do. Mm. And the, the thing is, a policeman will come up to you and they'll ask you your name. Just don't give it to them. Mm. Just say, I don't consent. And they'll say something like, do you understand? Don't. Just keep saying, I don't understand. Because if you say, yes, I understand, it means that you stand under them. Mm. Do you understand me? So basically, you're giving them permission and rights to then handcuff you and send you off to prison or whatever. Right? Just keep saying, I do not understand. I do not give consent. I do not understand. I do not give consent. And eventually, they'll be scratching their heads and just walk away because mm. there's nothing they can do. Mm. You haven't broken any true laws. There's been no crime committed, especially if you're not wearing a mask or you're just out in the general public uh, somewhere um, and getting some fresh air. They cannot touch you. Right? They have to have consent, first of all, to touch you. You don't give consent. There has been no uh, unlawful or illegal action taken by you. There's been no crime committed by you. So they do not have the right to arrest you. That police person then can be taken to court. And something else that uh, um, you need to know as well, that you can actually arrest a policeman. Right? Citizens arrest because they're breaking the law. And you can only arrest somebody if they're openly breaking the law, and they are. So if a policeman comes up to you, you can actually arrest them if they're doing something wrong. Right, citizen's arrest. And you just say it out loud, I'm now going to, put to uh, um, cause a citizen's arrest upon you because you are breaking the law. You're breaking your oath and you're breaking the law. Turn around, give me your handcuffs. Wow. <laughs> right, and then you, you handcuff them and you take them to the police station. And then the chief constable said, what's going on here then? They said, well, I've just arrested one of your officers. You're breaking the law. Do something about it. Has that happened? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it, this is something, again, that is lawful and legal. Yeah, yeah. It is all lies, isn't it? It's all fictitious fiction and paperwork <clears throat> with words. Yeah. So the, today's law or acts or statutes are based on naval law. Why, why did they bring that in anyway? They brought naval law in because it's not of the land. Mm. It's from the ocean, right? And, and that way they, they found a way around mm. the common law and creating their own mm. uh, um, fictitious laws, which is the naval law. So um, they'll ask you to stand in the dock when you're in the court case, won't mm. they? Right? Don't. Don't ever stand in the dock. As soon as you stand in the dock, you're giving them uh, um, permission to judge you under naval law. Mm. So you just stand there. You know, my name yeah. is Ian of the, of the family name Welch. I do not give consent. I do not recognise acts as law. I wish to be tried by common law. Mm. Very clever. Very right. good. It is. It's, uh, um, again, we've all been lied to, and it's like a drip, 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 drip scenario from like uh, um, 50, 60, 80, 100 years ago. Right, they've brought in these new uh, so-called laws, uh, and um, 
and that it's bit by bit by bit we are just being bombed over and and uh, whitewashed by all this, these lies. Mm. So if you, um, as soon as the uh, a, a judge or a court takes somebody to court for non-payment of council tax, as quite a few people have won this in Scotland, by the way, uh, it becomes a legal precedent if you win. Right? Then all judges and all courts around the land have to then abide by that uh, judgment by that particular judge. This is how common law courts started uh, in 11, uh, where are we? Uh, 1154. All uh, um, acts or, or illegal acts were then uh, judged by a judge or a king. Uh, like, I stole 10 sheep, for example. All right, this is going to be the punishment. Then that would be a legal precedence. And then that would be logged in the book of deeds, right? Uh, anybody stealing sheep or whatever, then this, will, this is the punishment. And this is how original law started. So when they brought acts and statutes in, uh, they couldn't keep up because more people were living, more crimes were being committed. They couldn't keep up with the volume of people creating different crimes. Uh, so that's when they brought in the acts mm. and statutes. Right? And that's mm. when we start to lose all of our rights. Mm. So you don't pay council tax? Uh, no. <coughs> no there's this, this one in Aylesbury. I, I, um, I had a house in Aylesbury in Bucks. And... Um, when I sold it, the, the person left out, uh, um, left the house, and it left the house empty for six months. So the council then were trying to charge me for empty house council tax. Oh, I'm not paying that. <laughs> what the bloody hell am I paying you money for? You're not yeah. doing anything. So I, I beat them by common law. I just kept saying, you know, uh, I do not consent. Uh, I don't know who this person is, Mr. Ian Welch. Uh, yeah. And it was absolutely hilarious. They tried everything, but I'm just saying, I'm sorry, I don't know who this person is. The address the unknown, nobody at this address, and I kept sending the letters back. And eventually I said, any more letters coming to this so-called fictitious name, Mr. Ian Welch, or in capitals, will be binned. So you already had experience with common law before this farm thing? Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh... And then, of course, it just went further and further. Mm -hmm. Now, um, just as a matter of interest, I'm now going to become a, uh, a peace constable. Now, I'm going to be trained, a three-day training course, to become a peace constable under common law. So I'll have even more ammunition of the true law uh, about common law. Mm. <clears throat> and I will actually then be able to go up to a policeman and arrest them. Mm. And go up to anybody if they are creating a disturbance, is what the police should be doing, yeah. and arresting them right, under common law. But mm. ultimately, we're, we're going to be trained to keep the peace. So there's a, an altercation between uh, a policeman and the general public, and the police, as usual, are breaking their oaths and breaking the law, and I would step in, quote common law, I would have the uh, um, authority, the senior authority jurisdiction over them, because uh, their police force don't have any jurisdiction. They're working unlawfully and illegally. Mm. They're not working under common law. But the majority of them think they're law-abiding citizens, don't they? they? Yeah, they think they're obeying. They're not obeying the law. They're obeying their chief commander and the government, right? Because that's what they're told to do. I mean, a, a real. I've met some real policemen, and they're all retired now. So the older generation police constables, uh, are, they are disgusted with the police force today, because none of the, the. Well, there's always an exception to the rules. I'm sure there's some lovely police people out there. But ultimately, most of the police, it's the ego, the big power, going in, smashing an old lady over the head with a truncheon saying, you're not peaceful enough or you're being too peaceful. 
Now, how crazy is that? You go out and protest peacefully, and to keep you safe, they're hitting you with a truncheon and spraying you mm. with pepper spray and, and doing you with uh, um, electric, you know, stun taser guns mm. to keep you safe. Mm. What the hell is all that yeah. about? So how should, uh, we've got a question here. Um, how, how do you deal with police at protests using common law when they keep <clears> ignoring <throat> common law? Uh, you do, then what you do is you arrest them. They would laugh in your face, don't they? Um, no, I don't think they would. I think if, there were, if you had two or three people around you and you all said together, we are now going to perform a citizen's arrest because you are breaking the law, they will stumble. Mm -hmm. They will stumble because they're somewhere in their, in their brains that they will know that they've broken the law. They know they have because they, they've all had to swear by the oath and they all know what a policeman should be doing. They are public servants. They should be keeping the peace, making sure everyone is safe, making sure everyone has their freedoms. Research this. It's only about um, 30 seconds to a minute long. You just type in uh, the policeman's oath. Mm. Do they, does every single one of them take uh, BVAs? Because I heard it was just the constables that do it. All of them. Don't or something. No, they have to, by law. Yeah. Oh. They have to oh. uh, um, say the oath. Yeah. Because they are there for your protection, yeah. our protection. That's what the police yeah. were originally designed for. So what's happened then? What's changed in their mentality then? Um, they, what's changed in their mentality is that a lot of police people now that are being employed have a very, very low IQ. And they're being paid lots of money. So basically any thug can go in and be a police person. Mm. Right? And, they, and of course the power, the power to, to arrest somebody mm. and, or to make somebody tremble in fear, you know, that's a big ego boost. Mm. So that's what's happening. We're, they're losing sight of what police forcing should be about. Mm. Right? Yeah. Not scaring the living daylights out of people, not following uh, unlawful, illegal mm. uh, laws and uh, um, regulations by a government. Yeah. Now, these are guidelines, for heaven's sake. I wish people could understand mm. this that are listening. Government guidelines, you must wear a mask. Mm. That's a guideline. That's not law. Yeah. You cannot enforce somebody to wear a mask. It is your choice whether you do or you don't. Yeah. Well, I've noticed in like, some places uh, towards the end <clears> of <throat> this new lockdown, a lot of them were saying, if I said I'm exempt or something, or, you know, I'd say, oh, this isn't lawful or something, they'd say, oh, it's our company policy. That's what they start saying. Then what you need to do then is say, right, does your company policy have a public indemnity clause? Hmm. Which means, basically, you can then sue the arse off of them. Hmm. Right, because as soon as you wear a mask, yeah. after about four hours, you're causing brain damage hmm. with the with because you, you're reducing the amount of oxygen that's hmm. entering the brain. Yeah. Then you can actually take that company to court hmm. for brain damage. Yeah, and they haven't done, ha and have they done a risk? Yes, they have done that. They have yeah. done that. No, I, I mean um, I could say to them, have you done a risk assessment? Um, you could do that as well. Have yeah. you done a risk assessment? So that's a public in dem. Sorry. Public indemnity policy. Right. I'm, I'm interested in that as well because um, a couple of weeks ago I was not allowed at an MOT station with my seven-year-old. I was told to sit outside in the dark and cold because I wouldn't wear a mask. And there was a massive waiting room. There was two people in there with their masks and obviously then they started, we're wearing our mask to protect you. And so I'm said, like, it's, yeah, exactly. Can I not come in? <laughs> and he said that he would bring out a chair and a blanket for me. Oh. So I put in a complaint and they basically said that it's their company policy to keep everyone safe. Well, they didn't keep me safe or they didn't know my um, 
exemption reasons or exactly. anything. Exactly. Now, there's two people already, you can research this on the internet, right? There is two companies already been fined £7,000 for asking somebody mm. why they're not wearing a mask. Right? Because oh, yeah, there's a law. That. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a law. It's the it's the disability law yeah. that states you should not ask somebody yeah. about yeah. their disability. Yeah. And if you do, then there is a fine, and it's been enforced twice. You can research this on the government website mm. and, and the courts. This has been enforced and done twice now, where the companies have paid seven thousand pounds because they uh, were were asking and forcing somebody to wear a mask. Yeah. So be warned, companies. Mm. You can do this. You can actually then just take their details, even a, a member of the public, right? You can take their details and you can sue them for £7,000. Right, well, I'll be um, asking for your help. <laughs> I could really do yeah. with £7,000. Well, I know, but again, we shouldn't have to do this. We shouldn't. And when I said about this, someone said, oh, great, you're just trying to make, make a mockery and start suing people when they don't know what's right. And it's like, no, it's, it's not on. I have, I have got an exemption. And I wouldn't wear a mask anyway. Yeah. But the point is, they don't know my exemption. It's between yeah. me and my doctor. And they have discriminated me. So tell me to sit outside yeah. in yeah. the rain. Absolutely. Or treating like second class. Yeah, because I didn't have a mask yeah. on. Well, you, if you wanted to scare the shit out of that company, you could then go in with, with a letter, a typed letter, mm. stating that you are now going to take them to court and fine them £7,000. Uh, and, uh, and you say, well, I could do an out-of-court settlement for three. Yeah. All right, and see what happens. I'm not out to rip mm. anybody off. You're not but ripping anyone off. They, no, they they've don't. The yeah. Law. They've, they've not just broken the law. And he said, look, lady. You said, stand up to the. If you, yeah. You're doing everyone else a favour by doing it. Though. Well, he said, yeah. if, he said, look, lady. He said, the laws are changing every day. And I was like, well, I know my rights. And I wish mm. I could have been really calm. But you know what it's like. The thing is, they're not changing. No. What, what's changing is, is the. Uh, yeah. um, right, these are, are government guidelines that are changing. Mm. They're not laws. You yeah. can't you can't make a law against common law that enforces somebody to wear a mask that reduces the amount of oxygen in their bloodstream, which makes them poorly. Now, now, Dr. Fauci in America, because not enough people are dying, he's now forcing people to wear three masks at the same time because he knows quite clearly that one mask was reducing the amount of oxygen in your bloodstream. Three, you're going to be gasping. You you will be dying uh, 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 on the streets of lack of oxygen uh, and destroying your immune system. They know that, that this is what's going to happen. And that will come here, guys. Everyone that's listening to this, you think you're this is stupid. It's not. This is going to happen here. They're going to force you, all the sheeple out there, to wear three masks. And they'll have people out there counting how many masks you've got on your mm. face. What next? Oh, my word. It's just ridiculous. I know. On Monday, I went shopping, and I had my exemption badge on, and it was actually in the car park. I was getting my trolley, and this woman said, hope you don't mind me asking. She said, but don't you feel frightened not wearing a mask? And I said, no. She said, you do realise you could get a visor, couldn't you? I said, yes. I said, but I'm exempt. And she said, so you're not frightened? I said, no. And I said, personally, I think it's a load of rubbish. And then she got all, oh, well, you tell that to my son who's a doctor. And I wish, in hindsight, you could be prepared and think, do you know what, should we have a chat for five minutes? You know, but instead I said, well, I'm an ex-NHS worker and I've had to leave my job because of all the lies and corruption, you know. And she just stomped off. But I thought, hmm. I've got an exemption badge around my neck and your way of trying to make me feel bad is asking me if I feel scared. She probably meant, am I feeling scared that I'm going <clears> to <throat> kill someone? If we look at this logically, <laughs> right, I, I've not wore a, wore a mask or a face covering since day one, right? 
if if this virus was so deadly, I would have been dead. Yeah. Wouldn't I? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or it's really, really poorly. Yeah. But I, I, I'm the most vibrant human being you could ever want to meet, aren't I? You are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, extremely potent, very, very powerful because I, I rely on good, clean, fresh air and oxygen and sunshine, which is being mm. removed from you guys out there that are following these regulations or, or these guidelines. You know, having, you're having everything stripped away from you. This is not going to go away unless you say, no, I do not consent. If you don't say this, if you think this is going to go away, it will not. In two years' time, everyone would be wearing three face masks. Mm. Everyone would have a, this, this so-called lethal injection. Most people would have died by then. And you're still wearing masks and still doing social distancing. This will not stop. A lot I of guarantee probably know all that, to be fair, don't they? Uh, yeah, I think they're more yeah. prone. Yeah, but I mean, at the moment, you, you're hoping that you might attract. We had one in the chat room mm. a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? I think you, we do get a few that mm, listen in. Yeah. I, I think I was saying to Darren earlier, the problem seems to be as well that I see people out shopping that I know are in the truth groups mm. and stuff, mm. and they're in their masks. Yeah. And it's really hard for me to get. Ma I, I was niggled because I think, oh, you, you know what's right, but you're doing it because you can't cope. Yeah with somebody approaching you and, and i do get that but you just want that little bit from these people if they remove that mask they would be doing such a big thing of course they would i mean people wearing masks they are condemning humanity yeah they are they, that's it we are condemned because you are bowing down to these uh, uh, guidelines which are destroying every aspect they're using this this so-called corona why did they change it to corona uh, uh, covid from mm. coronavirus yeah. why did they do that or was it the other way around? No, no, it was started out as coronavirus, yeah. and they changed it to COVID, COVID-19, which is what oh, they've got right. now. Oh, I think right. it's because there are so many COVID uh, uh, strains naturally in everyone's body. Mm. No, I think so it's the other way around. There's loads of coronaviruses in everyone's body. COVID-19 is a specific one. Oh, is it? Yeah, so they started off with COVID-19, then they changed it to the coronavirus. Uh, yeah. right, now it's coronavirus this, coronavirus that all the time, isn't it? I don't know. I, I know yeah, COVID-19 yeah. was mentioned in, like, disinfectant and things like that. I don't know. Well, basically, anyway. we, we know that we're being completely yeah. uh, uh, brainwashed. Oh, this, I mean, coming back to my previous uh, um, show, I'm going to reiterate this right? again, please. This is so powerful. I discovered uh, um, in 2014-15 when Windows 10 was uh, uh, produced by Bill Gates. What I find strange that he's not upgraded that since then. And normally it's like every two years they're upgrading the, the windows, aren't they? But it's mm -hmm. stayed Windows 10 since then. And that is because he has produced a, an algorithm coming through Windows 10, producing subliminal sound and light frequencies beyond our recognition. Even uh, certain apparatus would not be able to connect with it. So these frequencies are coming through every screen to dumb you down. Is it Windows 10? It doesn't matter now. They've found a way of it coming oh. through televisions, mobile phones, computer screens. Yeah. They've now found oh. a way of it coming through subliminal yeah. uh, uh, messaging and programming through vibration, light mm. vibration yeah. and sound vibration. Yeah. So by saying, I choose mm. not to be adversely or negatively infected or affected by mm. Windows 10 or any negative radiations coming from my screens then the atoms of your body will not respond to those programs and you will then become safe. Mm -hmm. And hopefully your pineal gland 
uh, will start wakening up and then you'll realize all the bullshit around you. Mm. But those that are watching TV constantly, they've got their head in a screen every five minutes of the day because they're on lockdown. They are being bombarded mm. all the time by these programs, these subliminal yeah. programs. So I, 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 yes, I get angry with the general public, but ultimately it's not their fault because yeah. they've got their head stuck in these programs which are, are bombarding them every day. Mm. Uh, and even in these subliminal programs, they could be telling you, don't believe it, don't believe it, or, or attack people that don't have masks, mm. attack people that don't have masks. So all these programs will be yeah. uh, coming through these screens at you. Mm. All right. Yeah. So by saying that I choose, it's changing people's lives, I choose not to be yeah. infected or affected adversely by any negative radiations coming from my mm. screens. And you won't be. This will help protect you. But a in a certain year, did you say Bill Gates came out with this? <coughs> yes, 19, uh, sorry, uh, 2014, yeah. 2015 was Windows 10. Right. And he was giving it away for free, wasn't he? Do you remember? Yeah. Mm. And that, that's when my alarm bells went up. Nobody gives away anything for free, mm. especially Bill Gates. <laughs> but he was giving it away for free. There was a movie made about it, wasn't yeah. there? Like The Kingsman, where this crazy American guy had produced this SIM card that when it was put in the phones and uh, with a certain frequency would make people violent and angry and start killing each other. Mm. It's bloody happening oh, now. Yeah. So, All right? films, so yeah, so many films yeah. today are, are actually coming true. All yeah. these science fiction movies are coming true. Science mm, fact. Yeah. So, Even the zombie ones from like quite a long time ago seem to be coming true because it's like living in a zombie place now yeah you've only got to go to places like tesco's and watch the people shopping around with their masks i mean how many more zombies do you need and, and that's it yeah i yeah. mean it's you know i, I go I, I i wear an exemption um certificate you know hanging from my my chest mm. and I, I go in there and my heart sinks mm. i try and be i mean i'm smiling i'm grinning yeah. i'm happy and uh, the children that aren't wearing a mask, they see a, an adult mm. without a mask and their yeah. face lights up mm. and they, they're looking at me and they're grinning and they want to come and hug me mm. because, you know, I'm, I'm different. Yeah. Right? I'm yeah. smiling. You yeah. know? I'm making that yeah, wonderful that. human interaction yeah. with another human yeah. being, which is now completely lost. People have got their heads down. Yeah. They're not looking at anybody else now. Yeah. Um, how perfect mm. program that is. Yeah. It is, and the only thing they don't notice, well, the only thing they do notice is if you're not wearing a bloody mask, mm. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's because they then feel that they're doing something wrong, mm. and they know they are, and by you not wearing a mask, it's putting them in a position where they're, they're, they're wrong. Mm. So they don't want to be put in a position where they think they're, they're wrong, so they force you to wear a mask so that you can you, uh, um, fit in with the, mm. the narrative and everybody else. Yeah. So it's just um, coming to your power. Mm. I mean, I'm, I know I'm, I'm preaching to the, the converted already on this. this but, well, I don't know. There's no, lots of people know. that yeah. agree, mm. like I say, and then I see them out shopping in their own masks, and I'm like, yeah. I'm oh. not really surprised about that as well. Yeah. Got to, the only way we're going to stop this is to stop wearing masks. You won't get approached by the, the, the shops, I mean, large Tesco's yeah. and that, because they said clearly you don't have to wear a mask. Yeah. We will understand if you're not wearing a mask. I know, so why are these people, they're just so scared. They are terrified. Someone saying to them, can you wear a mask? And then all they have to say is, I'm exempt. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Or I what choose not to. Yeah. I've got a friend, she knows it's all rubbish from the start. The thing to say now is this, right? You go in there, if they ask you, then you ask them their name. Mm. Do you have a public indemnity insurance? Mm. Because I'm now going to sue you for £7,000 because you don't have the right to ask me uh, whether I have what my disability is and why I'm not wearing a mask. So they're public indemnity insurance. That yes. Means, so if that's 
if they've got that, then you can't see them. Is that what? Uh, well, basically, that's enough to scare them because right, you yeah. still take them to I'm court. I was wondering what because the purpose then, of that is for public indemnity. Well, that one there's mainly for corporate corporate yeah. bodies. Yeah. Right. And by the way, you can't take a council to court, mm. but you can take an individual. Yeah. In that council mm. or the police to court. Mm. All right. So that is really important. So if, if you've got a, a, a council official come to your door, take his details and say to them, I will see you in court. I will sue you mm. for whatever. Yeah. For theft, grand theft, if they're trying to take your house yeah. away from you. Not yeah. the council, you take them to court. Yeah. Because mm. they're complicit in yeah. in that crime. Well, I'm thinking is if, if I said to them, have you got public identity insurance? What they, they might turn around and say, what's that? And then I need to know what to say to them. Well, basically, it's mm. it's uh, an insurance policy uh, um, like um, uh, if I, as a builder, I would have to have public indemnity clause. So yeah. if I harm somebody, they can sue me for a million yeah. pounds. Uh, right, so it's yeah. an insurance policy, basically, yeah. against yeah. Uh, public yeah. uh, um, harm yeah. caused to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but but ultimately, nobody has that right to ask you no. that question. Mm. And the councils, they're, 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 they're cowards, basically. Mm. And they'll come out with these scary letters. Mm. Don't accept them. If, they, if a policeman tries to hand you a piece of paper, don't take yeah. it. Right, yeah. Let it drop to the floor. Yeah. Right. As well, soon as you accept it, box. doesn't matter. You, it, 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 you mm. just burn it. Just yeah. ignore it. You just ignore it. Mm. Right. They can't do anything because they know they're breaking the law. Yeah. They're following their their particular rules by their chief officer, mm. who's following uh, um, the rules from Boris Johnson. Yeah. And the, the whole thing is corrupt. Mm. Just don't consent to it. Yeah. If you consent to it, then go for it. Then, if you want to be arrested, if you want to pay these fines, that's your choice. Mm. Doesn't bother me. Yeah. It's like all the parking tickets, isn't it? Oh, you're, oh, oh. we've got to get right. onto parking right, tickets. Right now, parking tickets. Now, now everyone says, "Oh, you'll never, you'll never beat the council from parking tickets." I bloody did. And of I, course. <laughs> of course. So on my windscreen, I have a a, a lawful uh, um, legal. A piece of information. It's like a disc, which states quite clearly: anybody affixing anything to this van without prior consent will enter into a contract where they owe me five thousand pounds. So I get a parking ticket from the Cornwall Council in Penzance, and I I sent them a bill for five thousand pounds. Now three months later, they must have been going, "Oh, what the hell am I supposed to do with this?" And they must have got hold of all kinds of solicitors, the highest and the top, and they just ignored it. They just sent me another one saying, you still owe us £100 mm. for this fine. Uh, and eventually I beat them. They just ignored me in the end because I kept saying, you still you owe me £5,000. <laughs> I said, if you take the £100 off of the £5,000, we call it quits. <laughs> yeah. So that's what happened. Yeah. Right? And, and they make so much money, don't they? I know my son's got a load from like they park in like B&Q car park and stuff. And there was a load of them. They all had like five or six fines. But None of them have have, paid it. You don't have to. Right? It's unlawful and illegal under common law. Mm -hmm. And I stated that quite clearly in the letters back to the council. Now, you are breaking common law. You know, you shall not steal, you shall mm -hmm. not commit this, blah, blah, blah. They're breaking God's law. They're breaking common law. They're breaking all kinds of laws, mm -hmm. uh, uh, these people. And just quote, quote it to them. Mm -hmm. say, okay, I'll, I'll see you in court. I think this should be a thing, you know, like the like the Truth newspaper mm -hmm. and stuff. We get should be regular articles and stuff. Yeah. The problem is, it already existed, didn't it? But times have changed and we want it back. Well, basically, people have got their heads stuck in TV, newspapers. They've been programmed in every direction possible, away from their power. This is your power. This was designed all that length time ago to protect kings, queens and paupers. 
right, to look after everyone, to make sure that everyone was kept safe and it was all um, lawful and everyone was in the same boat, basically. But that's been removed from us. We're just now bending over and having yeah, it. Yeah, and I just find that. there's so many people, they get a parking ticket straight away, they just pay it. And it's like, you don't need they to. Don't want the, they don't want the they hassle. They don't want the hassle. And it's all obviously like pay £25 today or £50 if you don't. And then it goes up and up and yeah. up. I've had ones yeah. and in the end I have paid them. We was trying it this way and, um, you know, I was doing it down well, the thing is, The letters get scary and scary. Yeah, they do. And I was heavily pregnant. And I was expecting the bailiffs around and everything. And I was so scared. And in the end, I paid £550. And I wish I'd just paid the £25. Pounds. But, well, um, that's, how, that's how big the fine got for me. In fact, it got bigger and bigger. And I just kept saying, I'm sorry, I don't know who this person is. Who is this Mr. Ian Welch in capital letters? Yeah. Right. Or it will be the, the driver. Right. This fine is for the driver of the vehicle, of the whatever. And I said, who is this driver? Who is this Mr. Driver? I, I don't understand this. Uh, but there's, there's so many ways of doing dealing mm. with this. They know they're breaking the law. They're as corrupt as anything, all of them. Yeah. Right? Just understand that. Be aware mm. of that. They are corrupt and they know it. Mm. It's just the little menial people working underneath those in charge in the councils mm. that aren't really aware of what's going on. Mm. But you can take that individual personally to court. And they won't arrive yeah. again. They'll just, they'll just run. Could um, not paying your council tax under common law affect getting a mortgage in the future? Could that be uh, in, the, in the future, no. Not at all, because the banks aren't interested in that. I mean, a mortgage is, as I said earlier, mortgages won't exist. Yeah. Mortgages are the most unlawful, the most corrupt things going. Mm. They sell your mortgage and your deeds ten times over to Mm. different companies. Uh, And all of that is is just horrendous. If you really looked into what a mortgage is, you wouldn't believe what's going on. Yeah. And the banks know this as well. They're They're all coming under this corruption, and they'll be found guilty. Yeah. It will happen. Right, well, we're going to take a break there, Ian, so you can get a quick drink, guys, or quick toilet break. We'll be back <clears> in a couple of minutes with part two. Yeah, it might become a law part two. Well, I'm excited. What's part two? Part two. Um, I'm going to leave you in suspenders. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll be back in a couple of minutes, guys. Don't go away. Um, welcome back to the Shelley Tasker Show here on Cornwall Revolution Radio. Alongside myself is co-host Nina Eilipson, and we are with our guest, Ian Welch. Welcome back, Ian. Hello. <coughs> Hello. Uh, just to uh, add one more sentence to, to empower everybody about common law. If you receive any letters, official uh, um, letters from the council or courts, you send it back, uh, return to sender, and write on it, I reserve all rights. All rights reserved. Yeah, all rights reserved. Right. Apparently, this is just amazing piece of knowledge shared by Graham. So thank you, Graham, for that. Right. Okay. Now, um, you're obviously wondering what I'm going to be talking about next. When I talk about a subject, it's not because I've read about it. Mm. Right. Oh, I just had a thought. Should we check questions regarding common law before we move on? Yeah. Yeah. Just in case. I don't think there is. I think it's the other. <laughs> I've had computer problems. Sorry you all went offline in the first half, but basically um, we had water go into my computer and I can't get the page up. Oh, here it is. Sorry. Any questions? Nope. It's just about the names game and them chatting. Wow. Right. 
Wow, that's not bad. No. <laughs> so what's happened to all the, the uh, uh, what do you call them, trolls? The trolls, yeah. Oh, I'm missing them. <laughs> well, if you're out there listening, yeah, guys, I hope, you've learned, I hope you've learned something. And I miss you very much. <laughs> I hope you're here. Well, I'm sure you're going to be here on this next, this next topic. Ooh, there's a good question in there. Hang on. It says, can I just change my own best certificate? What makes the common law cause the place to go? Okay, you know you cannot just change your own birth certificate because that would be, in their eyes... Uh, unlawful because you're then uh, um, defacing a in their eyes a legal document you're not allowed to do that you need to go to the common law it doesn't cost a penny it really doesn't you send them an email with your your details and they will send you back a new birth certificate number which you then can uh, uh, use to uh, um, help you with the situation that you're going with but you need to do both fictitious name and your birth certificate and that way you're out of their, uh, um, their clutches. And the same with your children. Any, anybody out there who's, who's got young children, young babies, do that. You must change their birth certificates because those children don't belong to you. They belong to the state. And that's not a good position to be in. It really isn't. You need to change that ASAP. You can just not register them, can't you? I know there'll be lots of trouble and harassment um, well, no, you, they'll, for, they'll force you to sign that birth certificate don't they the just hospitals. choose a name I think because you register the birth not at the hospital anymore you go oh, you don't. no you go to the wherever they do marriages and stuff the registration office wherever that is but um because I was um at the time wondering whether or not to register a parent but then people said what they do is they choose a name for that child if you don't go and register their birth so well I think what, whatever happens always go to uh, the common law courts and yeah. just register your child uh, with a new birth certificate and yourself. Yeah, right. I've and done it. It's easy. Just do it online. Oh, it is. It's dead easy. Two minutes. I mean, I paid for a proper um, certification as well, and it's really nice. Like <laughs> nine quid, and you've got this lovely certificate of your birth oh, record. Nice. Okay, now <clears throat> what we're going to talk about, and I stated earlier, when I, what I'm going to share with you are my own actual experiences, what I've seen, what I've witnessed. Not what I've read, right? I don't just share uh, um, something like this, what I've read. I, I only share this if it is truthful, what I have seen. So what we're going to be talking about are parallel universes, aliens, UFOs, and our galactic neighbours. Basically, you know, we, we're living in a galaxy, the Milky Way galaxy. So we have neighbours, right? lots of them. We've I mean, only got to look out there and see how many stars there are. And when you see that Milky Way and it's all uh, um, milky, that's not because it's cat dust and clouds. They are planets. Mm. There's so many out there, it makes it look like a, a massive cloud. But they are just tens of billions of planets and stars in our galaxy. And each of those uh, star systems has planets within it and uh, all have life form on it. Now, I want to talk about an experience that started all of this when I was... 17 years old, I just started a, uh, an apprenticeship in Brick Lane, and I'm with a company called Joseph Drivers in Tring, and we're in a, a huge building site in London, and this is uh, the BT building, and we're doing a big extension on there. And there's a massive long corridor to get from one side of the building site to the other to keep it safe, and it was lit all the way down. <clears throat> now, I was walking along this corridor. I was the only one in this corridor, and then walking towards me came another person. And as we got closer and closer, I realized that this person was wearing exactly the same clothes as me. I had a blue uh, beanie hat on, 
I had uh, um, jeans, um, a, a, a jacket. I can't remember the colour of the jacket. But this person was wearing identical clothing. And as we got closer, I, I, I was stood rock solid in shock. It was me. Right? Physically, solidly me. And this me was grinning like a Cheshire cat, walking straight towards me. And I, I had my mouth, my chin hit the floor. I couldn't speak. I couldn't move. That was me walking towards me. It wasn't a mirror. And I, as he walked past me, I rotated my body. I looked at him straight in the eyes, and he's still grinning. He didn't say a word. He was still grinning and walked off down the corridor. I looked to my left to see if anyone was following. I quickly turned to the right, and he vanished. And then I started walking back along the corridor with big, heavy, leaded feet, thinking, what was that all about? And then I, I met my friend, literally two minutes later. He jumped out of his skin and said, how the hell did you get around here so quick? So he saw him as well. <clears throat> now, it wasn't until about five years ago, six years ago, I was coming down to Cornwall uh, with, with, with my wife, and we were guided to um, Boscoan on Stone Circle. And in the middle of this, if people know this one, there's a stone, a huge stone that is leaning over at about 45 degrees. <clears throat> I've been there a few times before. And um, one of the stones out of the 19 in the circle is pure quartz. Everyone, every, all the other stones are crisp, uh, um, granite stones. This one is one gigantic lump of quartz. The one in the middle is granite. But the, this particular one on the outside was quartz. I was drawn to go to the quartz and I put my hands on it and I tuned in. I heard it ticking. And I thought, well, I'm not going to say anything. And I called my wife over, Sue. And I said, um, can you just put your hands on this stone and tell me what you can feel? And within a couple of minutes, she said, it's ticking. I said, yeah, I can hear it ticking. Now, as we know, we use quartz in watches. And, and that is because they're great timekeepers. If you put a, 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 um, a charge, an electrical charge through quartz, it oscillates. <clears throat> and it oscillates in the most perfect way. Uh, and that's why you get great, accurate watches with quartz crystals. So this thing was ticking. And I, then I tuned in and asked my guides, what's going on? Why am I hearing this ticking? And they said, look down. So I looked down into the earth and underneath my feet was a spaceship. And I'm seeing this as clear as I'm looking at you guys. And this quartz rock was touching the ship. And I went inside the ship and inside the ship was a clock. And it was counting down. I had actually started this countdown by... Um, a, a touching this this quartz, this granite, and I said, "What's the countdown for?" Uh, they said, "We'll we'll let you know later, but just keep with it." So then I uh, decided to uh, sit against this stone. This will come clear in a minute why I'm sharing the story regarding when I was 17. So I'm sitting uh, looking at this stone. I'm thinking this stone's pointing at something. I get a feeling it's pointing at something, and um, and then as I looked in my psychic vision. I saw another Earth, another planet Earth, and I saw uh, another Bosco and Un stone circle, and that one was pointing at us. And these two uh, stones were pointing at each other, communicating with one another. And then as I looked around the stone, I saw me, I saw Sue, and I saw our dogs that were with us, but on another planet. And so they, they were uh, basically mirroring us, but they were more evolved than us 
probably about uh, two or three thousand years more evolved than us. And uh, then it came clear to me why my future self on a parallel universe at 17 showed himself to me. That was to give me uh, proof and evidence in the future. It's a long time in the future, obviously. And then, it, uh, um, yeah, my whole body's going goosebumps. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit like that at the moment. <laughs> yeah, and I'm looking at this parallel universe, this parallel Earth, Mother Earth. And it was identical to ours, but much more uh, um, bright. And as I looked in the sky in, on that particular planet, I saw two suns. And that came in line with what I'm being... I've been shown and being taught over the last 25 years that we are going to become a binary system, two suns. It's a natural evolutional state of this system. We are a solar system, one sun. We're now going to become two suns quite soon. <clears throat> so um, our next stage of evolution is to become a binary system. So then I always ask questions. You know, why are you showing me this? And they're saying that we need you to start to understand and connect with what is about to happen. We need your help and, and assistance in teaching, in teaching others and people about what's happening. So um, anyway, this, this went on for, for a long time. And then I started getting communications with um, alien species. Now, people think of uh, uh, little grey men or like ETs. But they're not. These, these galactic friends of ours, these neighbours, are human form. <clears throat> they call them, a lot in America, they call them uh, um, the tall whites. These are in human form. They look like, um, I suppose, uh, I would say, Swedish people. If you've ever been to Sweden or seen a, a tall Swedish man with bright blonde hair, that's what they look like. But you'll know soon as standing next to one of these, these, these beings, you all know they're not of this planet. Right? But they are in human form because they are human, but a different species. We've got many different species of humans on this planet, haven't we? Chinese and mm -hmm. Japanese and Indians, etc., etc. So there are many, many different species on this planet. And there are many species in our galaxy. <clears throat> and around the globe at the moment, you can just go on to Third Phase of Moon or, or the, on um, YouTube, and the amount of UFO sightings now are going ballistic. People are almost getting bored with it. Oh, yeah, we know they exist. We know there's aliens out there, but they're here on this planet. They are here, as I've been told, to assist in this process of change that we're about to go through. I've never thought of, like, Chinese, Africans and all that as different species. Well, they are. I mean, if, if, you, if you come from, a um, let's say, a religious background, a Christian in the in the book of not um, in the first book, where they talk about every person was was born of of, of Adam and Eve, and that's, that's a load of rubbish. <laughs> You've only got to look. So what? They, where do all these black people come from? Where do all these Chinese and Japanese people come from? Right now, they're all different species that have uh, uh, been brought here by our galactic neighbours over eons of time. Right, and they've evolved here on this planet in their own species, in their own groups. The birds of a feather flock together. So if a Chinese man or, or an English man didn't have a mirror and there was different people all around, he would be gravitating next to his own kind. The same with, with chickens. They'll gravitate with their own kind. The birds of a feather flock together. Why is that? It's because there's a knowing. Right? Yeah. So there's a frequency of knowing between each species mm. and you'll be gravitating towards that. If you're on holiday 
you're gravitated towards an English person. You don't know why. Mm. It's just because you feel comfortable in that space. You know, you're going to be able to the speak the same language. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So these these galactic neighbours, right? They they are definitely there, and they know exactly what's happening on this planet. They know everything that's going on. They've been watching us for a very very long time. Now, my first UFO experience would be uh, um, in the uh, Wiltshire. I'd gone to look at these uh, um, crop circles, and this is quite some time ago. And I'm driving back up the A34. I've got my partner in the front seat. She'd fallen asleep. My friend Mark in the back seat. And I just happened to look over to my left, going about 70 mile an hour up the A30. And in this field, I could see these barrage balloons, but they were grey. And they were staggered, five of them. And I'm looking for people underneath. I'm thinking maybe there's a fairground or something. But no, the field was empty. So I said to Mark, I said, I think they're alien, uh, spaceships. And he was able to look because he wasn't driving. And he looked out the window and said, yeah, they are definitely UFOs. And there were five of them. And we went past a group of trees and, and looked at the same area. Like that, they'd gone. They'd vanished. So that was my first experience. And since then, I have got so many uh, experiences now of UFOs. It's almost like they're following me. Uh, I've got videos or a video of a UFO going through a wormhole. Uh, I've got lots of wormhole videos and, and, and pictures, loads of evidence and pictures of my own UFOs at home on my, my laptop. So I've got more than enough evidence and proof for me personally that these, these beings exist and they are our neighbours. Now, they don't want us to be harmed, and they certainly don't want uh, this planet to go tits up, because it's a very, very, very important planet. Now, if we look at our galaxy, if it was in a bubble, now, if something happened inside that bubble, it would affect the rest of the bubble and everything within it, no matter how big the bubble is. So if something bad happened here on this planet, it, let's say it exploded and blew up, that would have a, a nasty knock-on ripple effect to all other planets in this galaxy, in this bubble. So this planet will always be kept safe because it's very, very important. I was told that this is a unique planet of uh, like a melting pot of a myriad of species. There are not many planets like this that have so many different species of humans, of insects, of animals, of fishes. Uh, it's just absolutely extraordinary. It's a unique planet. And this is not going to be allowed to be destroyed by anybody or anything because it's uh, um, in, in great need. <clears throat> so I've been contacted by aliens. I get words uh, coming into my head about what to do, when to do it, and when they're going to arrive and what's going to happen. A lot of it I have to keep to myself because I don't want to cause fear. Plus, I don't want to create... Uh, a group consciousness of information that could disrupt the natural plan. Because if enough people know a certain something, then if enough people come together with that, then it would make it happen. So the, the farm that we're on is, is very unique. It's very, very spiritual. And I'm, I'm getting messages left behind uh, around the land. They, they'll come and actually walk in on the land and leave something for me to find. And there's, I've asked the people on the land, did they put that there? No. And I know it's my uh, friends that are coming to visit. Now, this year is going to be quite extraordinary. And the American uh, Biden government know this because they are now saying there's going to be an alien invasion. Right? There's not going to be an alien invasion. And there's certainly nothing to be frightened of because the, the, the aliens that are here, we call them aliens. They're not there. They're just our neighbors. 
the galactic neighbors that are here are here to help us. But what the, the, the dark side, the evil want to do on this planet is to create more fear. Now, they've got something called a blue beam project. They have for quite some time. They can control the weather. They can uh, send images up into the sky. They can make uh, um, ships appear. Like there's a big mass of alien ships appear. And this is a holographic imagery that you'll be seeing. And then, of course, they'll go, yeah, we've got an alien invasion, more fear, stay in your homes. You know, it mm. just, just, this is a good warning for everybody here. <laughs> like, this is bullshit. Right? Don't get caught up in it. Because if any aliens that uh, do come and arrive here, or when they come and arrive here, they are here to help us. Right? <clears throat> they know what's going on, and they want to look after us, because we are a part of their family. Has the Biden administration said something about aliens? No, but they drip-feeded it out. Yeah. It's gone into newspapers. You can see it on the internet. Yeah. Right? It's, it's all about drip-feeding. It's a pentagon or something, wasn't it? Yeah. It said they are, yeah. It's all about drip-feeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, mm. this planet has been watched for millions of years. They're, they're finding all kinds of artifacts in caves in Brazil, uh, uh, images. I've, I've got um, lots of uh, photographs where I've taken of these images, of carvings on stones of battles that have happened on this planet in the past. There are alien um, battles, and there are pictures on these stones where you've got a humanoid with an alien species, and, and you can see that they've, they've mated. And on the next stones, you can see that the baby's being born. So these are hybrid uh, um, species that are being created. Um, and, I've got a bit more drink. No, that's, that's all right. It's all that smoke. You're, you're smoking. Sorry. <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> it... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I've chosen, so it's not too bad. <laughs> he's, he's chosen the tobacco to be good tobacco. So oh. yeah, it's interesting because what you're saying about like a hybrid race and stuff like that. When I was well into the spiritualist churches movement, I was taught about lots of these gods, but as being more spiritual entities. And I've never looked, I suppose you could look at it, that like the alien species is a spiritual entity. They're going to be spiritual and physical. You can, I mean, I think what it is, they, they're trying to drip feed humanity that they're there. You know, it's um, for the last 80 years, you know, or 60, 70 years with Roswell, it's been a drip feed, a slow drip feed every single year of, of aliens being, uh, UFOs being spotted in our skies. You know, they're, they're in um, ancient scriptures. You can see the carvings on there of UFOs. They're everywhere. And they've been, been a part of this planet for a very, very long time. So uh, we are coming to a, uh, um, a mass of cleansing. So what we were witnessing at the moment, I've been told by my galactic neighbors, uh, our friends, that we're going through a cleansing process on this planet. On this planet, over the millions of years, we've had giants, 50, 60, 100-foot-tall giants living on this planet. Again, the evidence is there. You can find uh, fossil evidence of footprints, like six feet long, uh, of a human footprint from millions of years ago. So we've had many, many different species live on this planet because mm. it's so unique. But unfortunately, each species that have, have left behind a bad karmic energy field including us and, and that has to be cleared and cleansed for this next phase of, of evolution on this planet and in this solar system to become a binary we need to clear out all the baggage 
all this shit. And that is what we're witnessing at the moment. You know, uh, all these uh, sex trafficking and child trafficking uh, that have been discovered in tunnels in Australia um, and Europe and America, all of this now is coming to the surface. All the shit is coming to the surface. And that is to be cleared away, ready for when this is going to happen. Where now, is the proof of this? the tunnels and everything just go on the on the internet mm. and um the i've looked on there a bit but it's just people saying yeah it's it. it's it's, it's mm. where to look and um it's not very pleasant uh, I've, I've watched a video today of um where these guys gone in with the video cameras into these tunnels where they're actually they're, all the bodies are dead but they're chopping up these bodies for body parts to uh, um sell on to to you know places like europe and the uk uh, livers and gallbladders or whatever. So you're just seeing all these bodies lying all over the floor with bits missing, arms missing, torsos ripped open. They made me feel quite sick mm, actually yeah. seeing that today. Now um, that that's that's real. That's happening. So all of that needs to stop. The general public are so unaware of this. The news media know all about it, and that you know they're so corrupt. They're never going to tell you because that's that's giving you power to for you to do something about it. Um, so all of that's happening. Let me go back to a story that happened over Russia. And it was in a February time, probably about six, seven years ago. And it's, it's the first time it's ever been recorded. A huge meteorite come into the sky. I don't know if you remember that. It was videoed by three dash cams on three different cars. This thing was massive. If it had hit the ground, it would have killed tens of thousands of people and caused masses of disruption. Now, as it came into the sky, it exploded. This gigantic rock exploded in the sky, which shook the ground, broke loads of glass, um, car windows, alarms went off, and the videos were shown of all the glass being broken. But this thing was destroyed in the air. Now, what was more fantastic than it being videoed was that uh, two days later, somebody slowed down one of the videos, and you could see this UFO clearly coming in, it fires a laser beam at this uh, huge meteorite and flies off. Wow. Right? And you can still see that today. You go onto YouTube and yeah. just type in Russian meteorite. You can actually see that UFO. It hadn't been added. That yeah. was there. And it, that's why it exploded in midair. And no one's taking responsibility for that. No, because right. what the, the thing they don't want to do, our galactic neighbours, they don't want to scare us. No, I don't mean them, but I mean our government. A government saying, "Well, we did that. Stop it." No, no. because no, because the people then will will, will then uh, research the video, mm -hmm. and you can clearly see the UFO going in. That should have been the biggest news. Not that this gigantic um, meteorite coming that would have destroyed a, an entire city, tens of thousands of people would have died, and probably had an impact upon the Earth's ecosystem. No, they, 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 yeah, they they, they um, showed that one, but they didn't show you the UFO going in and, and blasting it. So this, is, this has been um, seen a few times where one particular rocket has gone up by the Americans and you see another UFO come in really quickly and fires a laser beam at this uh, rocket, which then explodes in midair and the UFO flies off. I was told that it was a nuclear device inside that uh, rocket and they knew this and they, just, they disabled it. So again, there's nothing to be frightened of. When this happens and it's going to happen, Right, you're going to wake up one day. It's going to be like um, Independence Day, where these gigantic ships are hovering in the sky. Right, I've seen these in, in visions. Uh, 25 years ago, I was getting a vision mm. which haunts me today, and it's now coming true. 
I'm seeing it and I'm seeing physical solid evidence that what I was shown 20 years ago is actually now coming to fruition. So I've kept it quiet all this time, but it's now time to share it because mm. this is actually happening. So don't be frightened, right? When our, these are our neighbours, they're our friends. They want us to be now a part of their galactic federation, and we will be, right? You'll have a chance to travel to other worlds and see how they live. All of this is going to be possible. So all the stuff that you've seen throughout movies all these years of, of talking about parallel universes uh, and jumping through portals and wormholes, you know, that's not science fiction anymore. That's science they, fact. They've got to get these stories from somewhere, haven't they? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and um, you know, the amount of evidence that I personally have, have gathered for me, I don't share this lightly, this information, otherwise I'll be seen as a crackpot. I see myself as a crackpot otherwise. No, it, it's interesting because you, you would actually, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, well, of course you would. I, I wouldn't share it. I've got some kind of uh, well, um, humility the, here. The first time I met you, I know um, we spoke a little bit about it, but then uh, it was really funny because literally within a day or two, mm. watching all the shenanigans of um, Charlie Ward and what's his name? Oh, Simon, Simon Parks. Park. Simon Parks. Now, it's Simon Parks. Oh, yeah, he's well into UFOs. He reckons that he's abducted twice a month. And there's an interview. And I, I was shocked. I was mm. like, my God, people really... They don't, sorry, I'm looking at a question there at the same time. But, um, yeah, I'm shocked. I've totally lost my train of thought from looking at that. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I know sorry. what you're saying about Simon Parks. There are, there, are a lot of people, yeah. there are a lot of people around the world that are being contacted. Mm. Using the word abduction is, is quite a scary thing because of the amount of movies that we are, we are faced with through, through Hollywood to, to make fear into us through these movies. Uh, um, I've done dowsing on people who said they've been abducted. They haven't. Right? They they've either seen a movie or they've seen something and they want to have the attention. Right now, our galactic neighbours would never do anything without your consent. Definitely not. And uh, they would only come to you if they knew that you would be a valuable asset in teaching humanity about what's to come. Like I have been chosen to teach humanity about what's to come. There aren't many people who actually know about this uh, um, birthing of the twin sun. It's, uh, you can see it on YouTube, on videos around the world, of a second sun in the sky on sunset or sunrise. And people are calling it Planet X or Nibiru. That's nonsense. What they're seeing is a, is a harmonic resonance of where the new sun is going to be. And this is, a, again, done to drip feed humanity so it doesn't scare them. You know, we... We've been kept away from all this knowledge for such a long time, our power for such a long time, that it's going to be frightening. If we were taught this at schools uh, about um, UFOs, about aliens, about our galactic neighbours, we wouldn't be scared. It would just be a normal, everyday, natural occurrence, and we would embrace it. Hmm. But unfortunately, that information and knowledge is kept from us. So what I'm trying to do here is to stimulate and sow seeds it doesn't matter whether you believe me or not. It really doesn't. But it makes a good story. It really no, does. But the way I see it is, I, I know you're an honest man. Mm. And like you say, you, you can share stuff. And it's up to that person, isn't it? Why, why would you lie? Exactly. I've got nothing to gain by it. Exactly. I know I, I've had experiences before, out-of-body experiences, astral projection. I've done it. I know it. Somebody else think, think you're off your head. What, what have you? But my point I was trying to make just now was that 
you were talking to me about it and I was obviously really intrigued. And then literally within like two days, I've seen, and I'm not saying you're not respected, but you see the likes of Simon Parks and Charlie Ward and people follow them to go on, you know, about Q and what's going on in America. And I couldn't believe that I came across mm. this interview about him saying that twice a month, and he reckons he's got a child as well. He's fathered a mm. child. So What's going to be really magical, uh, and, and this is something that I'm sure everyone's going to go, yes, I hope this is right. Now, <laughs> obviously, they are well advanced than us. I would say maybe uh, four or 5,000 years advanced than us, maybe even more so, and I'm talking about our galactic neighbours. Now, they don't have illness or disease on their planets at all, but, uh, but they do have something called a med bed, a medical bed. And basically, this is uh, the technology on this will blow people's minds. It's, it's beyond anything that's ever been shown on science fiction movies. You'll lay on this bed, and this will fix you, anything that is wrong with you. If you've had a, a kidney removed, they'll do a new one for you. If you've had a lung removed, the same thing. You, you, you'll go back to, let's say you're 60, you'll go back to about 30 years of age. So, so do you believe that they're immortal then? They'll be immortal. You can choose to be. You can choose to be. I mean, at the moment, people are thinking, oh, I want to be bloody immortal. What's going on in this planet? Thank you very much. <laughs> and I wouldn't blame them, right? But we've been kept away from that. And I've been told by my... Um, spiritual uh, um, friends, our galactic friends, that our governments, especially American governments, and we're not talking about uh, Trump here, um, but the ones that, the dark ones that are in power, they actually have these machines already, these med beds, and they actually lay on these and become rejuvenated, okay? So um, when all this shit finishes, these med beds apparently are going to be made available in every single city on the planet. And there'll be queues. And you only go on this thing once and that's it, you're done. Uh, and there'll be no charge. And basically just queue up, sit on this thing, and you're fixed. This is coming. This is real. Right? All this science fiction is coming science fact. Right? So it's something to, to look forward to. Well, what do you think about people that are in the Rhesus Negative blood group? I have no I'm, idea. No, not heard about that? Because no. there's lots of theories that no. um, if you've got Rhesus Negative blood that you're special and kind of I think everyone is special I really do I'm not just saying as a cliche I really am not we each and every one of us has been designed through evolution by a divine creator being whether you want to call it God or some kind of uh, benevolent energy in the, in the spirit world or in the universe we have been created perfect well, you've only got to look at a cell I shared something on my Facebook the other day on my Shiatsu page <clears throat> of, they took a photograph of one cell. It's the most uh, complicated, in-depth photograph of one cell, and it's the most incredible thing you've ever seen. And that has not been designed by uh, um, chaos theory. That's been designed by a higher being. Right? And we are and have been designed by a higher being. And when we're born onto this planet, if we were nurtured correctly, spiritually, mentally, physically, uh, um, we would then be that power. We are all divine creator beings. Energy follows thought, as I shared on the previous uh, show. We must remember that. And you're being, it's being stolen from you through fear. Let's keep you in a house with a mask on. Let's keep you two meters away. Let's keep you in fear. You know, you're a pile of shit. You're nothing, right? And that is how people are feeling. Come back into your power. Don't give your consent. Don't wear your mask. Come back into your power. There's no such thing 
of us catching a virus that is physically, medically, scientifically impossible. You cannot catch a virus. It either has to be injected into you by uh, these so-called flu jabs. Uh, that's the only way you're going to get a virus. Or if uh, they do an upgrade in the uh, radio mass into 5G, where it's 1G, 2G, 3G, 4G, 5G, each time that changes, this then stimulates uh, a cleansing process in the body and it, it feels like flu. Uh, basically, your body creates a soap. And, and there's lots of conflict with that, but a lot of hotspots for coronavirus or COVID has been where they've been putting up 5G masks oh, well, as well. I mean, I've, I've been attacked by 5G. I think I mentioned it before, and yeah. I'll mention it again in case uh, nobody uh, heard me last time, but I was mentioning the word 5G over and over and over again on a phone call to a friend, and next thing I know, I felt like I had acid thrown in my nostrils and down my throat, and I started to choke, and I couldn't breathe. I knew what was happening, and I threw my phone away, and I made a disconnection. Uh, it took me four hours to recover from this, but if I didn't understand what was going on, the directional uh, laser beam, 60 gigahertz, me, uh, microwave laser beam would have continued on me, I would have died on the spot. So if you see somebody dropping dead on the street, then that's what's happened. It's not coronavirus. <laughs> it really isn't. They've been attacked by 5G. Mm. And and what, what people don't realise in this, uh, I don't like calling it a vaccine because I love vaccines. Vaccines are the most incredible thing that's ever been designed by um, man. Right? A, a true vaccine won't kill you. A true vaccine will make your immune system react beautifully to whatever virus is out there. This is not a vaccine. This is a lethal weapon, right? a lethal injection. And they're just calling it a vaccine so that you have it. So this, this lethal injection has the, the ingredients on there. If you look this up yourself, this is just disgusting. They've got micro technology. They've got micro bots in this uh, uh, lethal injection. They've got uh, another ingredient that I can't remember now that they use for lethal injections. It's got um, formaldehyde, mercury, aluminium, and all of this is so when they fire this uh, 5G megahertz laser beam at you, you will cook. If you know what it's like putting uh, aluminium in a microwave, you've got liquid aluminium in that uh, injection. I never looked at it that way before. Yeah, you will, you will fry. You will boil from the inside out. Uh, for, and this is all combined. If you're going to kill a species, this is what this is all designed about. If you're going to kill a species, you're going to attack them in every direction, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. You kill all of those four bodies, you've destroyed the human species. And that's what they're doing. Right? They're, emotionally, they're destroying you by having masks on and keeping you at home. Right? Spiritually, they're destroying you, keeping you away from nature and, and the good things. Physically, they're destroying you through poor health and these laser beams and microwaves, et cetera, et cetera. And mentally, they're destroying you through programs that come through the television. So all these four directional energies are designed to come together as one lethal weapon. This is, this is nothing I've made up. Open your eyes. Look out there. It's happening. People are dropping down dead everywhere. And they didn't before. What do you mean yeah. they're dropping down dead everywhere? They didn't before. Through, um, I don't know use when? the word vaccines. Not right? since they started this. The, the Since they started the, the, the vaccinations, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? People, about a month ago. Yeah, they're, they're dropping dead everywhere. Mm. And um, they're, they're doing autopsy on these people. One guy, his entire heart had, had frozen solid, and that's why he died. Mm. Uh, other people are getting so ill, they're just, they're just dropping yeah. down dead. Yeah. I'm not going to say, but I know a friend who's, who works in a care home, and they've lost seven 
of their patients or clients to this so-called vaccine, yeah. right? And they'd still be alive if they hadn't been given it. Yeah. And you won't hear about that, hmm. but because no. because they want to keep that yeah. secret. Well, they, they yeah. don't they don't show any of it, do you? And no, of course not. I must admit, I am surprised that you are um, pro-vaccine. Um, yeah, AM. definitely. Because a vaccine will work how homeopathy works. Yeah, but what if you're that one percent that you have a reaction to? Then your body won't die from it. Your your immune system will kick it out. I'm, no, I mean for those that are vaccine damaged. I mean, yeah, I am. They're not, they're not vaccines. The new, since the are you vac- talking more old day vaccines? I'm talking vaccines, old day, old day vaccines, vaccines, right? Okay. Where like it was like homeopathy. Homeopathy works by. Uh, um, working with that particular disease mm. or virus using plants and plant energy to create a, um, an immune response to that virus or disease mm. using plants. Or what you do is you dilute down that particular disease to such a small microscopic size that it won't kill you. But the immune system um, homes in on it, recognises it as something dangerous and works an immunity to it. That's the old school vaccine. Old school, yeah, right? which they're old nothing like school. now. No, they, 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 they've hijacked that word, right? It's yeah. not a vaccine. It is a lethal injection. When did they hi- uh, When did it all change then? Probably about 80, 90 years ago. 80? 80 to 90 oh, years okay, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? They, again, it's all about drip feeding. They don't care how long this takes, how, how long it takes to kill you. Right? It's like 80 years or 100 years' time. They know that you're at the end game. Mm. Right? They'll, they'll just keep drip feeding bits and bits and bits and bits into the system, into your psyche, so it feels right. I'm a bit confused because, like, a minute ago you said um, you can't catch a virus. Yeah, but then, then you said um, that you're not against vaccines because a good vaccine will stop your body getting a virus or something. Uh, basically, um, a viral infection okay, is um, different to a virus. Uh, let's just say you, you've eaten something that has that particular strain on it, a viral infectious strain uh, that, that's got into your bloodstream, then you're going to catch it. So a bit like uh, a malaria, right? Malaria basically is, is a viral infection from the mosquito. So you can catch a virus there? In, in that respect, you can't catch it through um, being sneezed at or breathing it in the air. Because right. basically, people, it has yeah. to enter your bloodstream. So like by a mosquito bite? Yeah. Right? It, it has to right. enter your bloodstream. Right. You yeah. cannot, it, your, your natural defense is through your mouth, through your nose. It goes through a, a process of um, examination of what's gone in. And immediately your body starts to attack anything bad. Then it goes into your stomach and then the acids start killing it as well. And then your immune system recognises it and is able to work with it. But if that goes directly into your bloodstream, that bypasses those natural defence systems. And that's why when you get malaria from a mosquito. So, uh, and if you get malaria from a mosquito, what do we take? Hydroxychloroquine, right? Which has been around for about 64 years, completely safe, and is used for curing and helping people with malaria. They now realise that you can actually cure covid using hydroxychloroquine and zinc will cure, cure COVID 100% every time. So what have they done now? I've been researching this. They've now removed the sale of hydroxychloroquine mm. from the internet, right? right. <clears throat> but three weeks ago, they hadn't. I wish I'd bought a whole oh. load. But I've gone on to eBay, uh, Amazon, the, the, yeah. the, the internet. You cannot now buy it because they know that it cures COVID. So someone had a good stance. I think it was Piers... Um 
Corbyn, actually, he was saying that what people should be doing is all of those that are messaged to say to come and have your um, your COVID vaccine actually say, no, doctor, can you use that money instead to buy the hydrochloroquine? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I was still working at the hospital last year, I remember one of the nurse, she was very awake and she knew it was all rubbish. And it was out then. We knew like months before it was coming out and everybody was saying about it, you know, but so it's just a malaria drug. So so basically, if we have uh, um, an uncle away from from aliens and and UFOs, etc., again, they know what's happening here. And they're waiting for humanity to wake up. They could come in t- tomorrow, land, fix the whole lot. Have you got a time? Uh, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, what, in the next five years? No, it's this year. Really? It's this me. year. I'm and not I've got a question, you. right? If this doesn't happen, humanity doesn't wake up, can you arrange for them to come and rescue us <laughs> so we can leave? Yes. <laughs> no, no, basically, uh, um, they are waiting for enough humans to wake up. Those that don't, well, that's their choice. Do you yeah. think more are going to wake up? I hope so. I, I really do. I mean, if there are new people listening to, to this show tonight, maybe this is going to sow some seeds that they go out and do their own uh, investigations. I don't like using the word research now because you know what people say? Oh, I'm going to do research. Yeah. Oh, but for heaven's you, sake. Uh, YouTube isn't research, is it? Or Google anyway, apparently. But the BBC. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's the God. most amazing truth you'll ever see on the BBC. I, know, I, know. I mean, it used to be maybe about um, 70, 80 years ago, they're probably the best thing going. Yeah, That's why the old people today trust and believe oh, the BBC. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if like BBC One was like <clears throat> mainstream and ITV was um, alternative? <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, we'd call that mainstream. Well, they're all, yeah. they're all owned by six people. Well, exactly. Entire, entire and that's media. where people just don't get it, and they don't bother looking, do they? When you look to the roots of who runs the world. But, uh, I'm going to share something really, really, really magical now. Uh, um, and you've got to have a lot of intention. And trust me on this. I've, I've doused for it. I've, I've programmed this, and it's worked with, with several people. As I said on my last show, atoms in your body, especially in your bloodstream, will respond to stimuli to intention so what you can do now that they've removed the sale of hydroxychloroquine what you if, if you're feeling you're a bit under the weather and you've got a, a flu virus uh, um, whether it be a cleansing from uh, um, 5g or whether you've had the injection the so-called uh, uh, flu viral injection then what you can do you can say to your bloodstream i'd like you now please to take on board the program of hydroxychloroquine and it will. And what you'll find, you try this. If you don't believe it, just try it. All right? If anyone out there listening has got sniffles or a bit of a fluey thing, communicate with your bloodstream. And say, imagine you're looking at the atoms of your bloodstream and you say to them, please now take on board the program of hydroxychloroquine and zinc. And it will. I know people out there will say, well, how does your blood know what it is? Now, that word itself, hydroxychloroquine, has its own vibrational frequency. It's been out for 64 years, has been used for 64 years successfully, right? So that holds a vibrational frequency. All words hold their own program, their own vibrational frequency. So by using that word, hydroxychloroquine, what mouthful. Right. I'm going to have to write it down yeah. and leave it on my wall. Okay, so this, this will then uh, program the, the blood, the atoms of your blood, to become hydroxychloroquine, enough to cure 
COVID or flu viral infections. And yeah. that, that is mad. That, I know for a fact it works. I've done it with several people in my own practice, and it is, it's worked on them overnight. Those who've had a flu for months and can't get rid of it, the next day it's gone. And that's their words. I, I can recommend Ian's healing, by the way. <laughs> Not all at once, please. I've never coped any one of me. <laughs> but no, well, I, I choose to empower, as Shelley does. She chooses to empower. I feel sorry that she's been attacked by trolls and by those that are, are lesser light frequencies. Then uh, That's their choice. That's their decision. And I send my love to them. But um, Shelley, I, I thank you so much for creating an opening for people like me to speak what they feel is their truth, to empower people. And if somebody's empowering you, then it is truth. If they're taking from you, it's not. It's that simple. So if they're empowering you like I do, like well, Shelley will do, like some, most of the guests that she has that are here to empower you, then hopefully most of it is going to be true. And you don't have to believe my stuff about aliens and, and galactic neighbours, but, you know, I've seen them, I've met them, um, and there's going to be a hell of a show coming this year. And you're going to meet them this year, guys. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, so don't forget this blue, this blue beam project, uh, these holograms that will appear in the sky. Then just use your discernment, right, in your heart. What does it feel like? That's what I'm, I'm a bit confused about because you're saying it is coming this year, but then if it does come, it's holograms. No, 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 no. You're confused. not listening. You are getting confused. There's two things. There's two <laughs> things at play here, right? You've got the evil, the dark side, who know that the our alien galactic friends are coming to help us. So what they're going to do is to create a false flag to create something evil right. to terrify humanity, mm. and they're going to love it because it makes more fear. So while you're all in your homes wearing your masks, shaking, <laughs> shaking like a bloody leaf uh, and not getting outside in your fresh air and talking to your friends, then you're going to see this on telly. Oh, my God, what next? It's a fucking alien invasion now. <laughs> I'm going to stick my head in the sand and kiss my oh, ass goodbye. And let's face it, anything can happen, can't it? Because, mm -hmm. I mean, we're, we're, who would have thought a year ago this was all, like, really starting, coming to light, wasn't it? It was regularly Again. appearing. My galactic friends said this is a clearing, a cleansing process for humanity and this planet. The vibrational frequencies that have been dumped on this planet through horrendous things that have happened, especially with the human species, it's not nice. The human trafficking, the sex trafficking, uh, um, the, the amount of stuff that is being now... You know, in America, they've got uh, um, uh, restaurants where they, they serve up human bodies. That's, that's a fact. So you can go there and, and actually um, be like a... a oh, a, I don't a doubt cannibal. it. they got like Pizza Gate and all of that stuff, haven't they? So, you know, it, it's it's happening. It's mm. there. And I think it's America, isn't it, that now their abortion term is full term. I think it's America. I tweeted it a couple of weeks ago. If it's not America, it's Australia. Or like certain states. It is America. Um. That... Oh, that's all right. It's okay. I've got. <laughs> Sorry for those of you listening. I've got dad like saying, "Yeah, yeah, it is. It is America." So they're now allowed to have um, to deliver that baby full term, and they don't medicate it. They don't feed it. They just let it die. Well, again, this is satanic. It's, yeah, it's evil, and that's this is what Biden represents as exactly, well. Yeah, and people yeah. didn't know the policy. Well, again, this is why it's being allowed to play out. 
oh. Biden's being allowed to, to stay in office just for a few weeks or a couple of months to show his his metal, uh, and and that's it. He'll be gone. Again, this is a part of clearing. Try not to get caught up in it, guys that are listening. Don't get caught up in in this all this bullshit that's happening outside. Try and come back to your own power. Uh, try not to come into the fear that is being uh, um, constantly squeezed out like toothpaste into your brains. Come back into your own power. I choose not to be adversely or negatively infected by the bullshit coming from the television. I choose such a powerful, powerful phrase. You know, communicating with the atoms when you say the word I, they all stop and listen to you. I choose to become amazing, powerful, strong, loving, caring. We want some of your memes, Ian. We could produce some, couldn't we? And they could pop up every day on Facebook. But we do need to see more positivity, don't we? Because people do need to realise the power of thought is is life-changing. Absolutely life-changing. But every time something good like this comes out, you get the, the mainstream scientists and doctors uh, who are against all of this will try and find a way of discrediting it and make it look stupid and pathetic. No, you still got to take our medicines that cause all this ill harm and kill us eventually. Someone so. asked a question, actually. They said, um, question for Ian, will these medical beds be of any use to those who have had the messenger MA vaccine yes. for COVID? Yes, <laughs> big time, big time. Um, that, that will be able to neutralise it. But the, I'm able to do these things myself. I've, I've had children brought to me, and this is no word of a lie, and I know there's a family listening to me right now because they wanted to. And they brought a, a child to me that had had all these vaccines, three years of age. And this, these vaccines had almost destroyed this, this baby from being vibrant and sparkly. This baby was walking around like a zombie with snotty nose and lost all its zest for life. Now, believe me or not, and if, if, if these, my friends could speak to you now, and I know they're, I know they're listening, um, they would tell you this is true. I communicated directly to the atoms of the vaccines inside the, the, the boy's bloodstream. I asked the atoms to be neutralized, to let go of the program within that boy's body. And it happened. It neutralized all of the harmful ingredients from the so-called vaccine. It's not a vaccine, it's a fucking lethal injection designed to kill and maim. Okay, and that boy within a month came back online. That is fact. That is a true story. So we can do the same. If you if you accidentally, right, through uh, fear, go ahead and you're forced by family or friends to have this lethal injection, there are ways around it if, if you're lucky. It depends what strain you get. Some of them, they'll la- you'll probably last maybe a month or two before you die. Others, um, they could be within a few days, you're dead. It all depends which strain you're given. What the, the dark side don't want to do is to kill everybody at once. Because when people start seeing thousands of people dropping down dead in the streets, then they're all going to back off from the vaccine. So what they'll do is they'll just drip feed enough of the good stuff, if you call it good, or, or not as lethal uh, into the system. And then people say, oh, well, I know somebody who's had the vaccine and they're all right. But give it two months down the line, they won't be. So just be aware that this is also happening, that they are, they are so clever, the dark side, really, really clever. And they'll find a way to, to, to dupe you to make sure that you, you take this vaccine. If not, they will blackmail you. You can't go on holiday. You can't go to work. You can't do this unless you have this vaccine. 
Um, with one last question, Ian. Yeah. Um, do you think that the series called Fringe has a lot of truths in it? I've not seen it. I'm sorry, I, I don't know. No, that's all right. I had to ask um, from a listener. That's fine. I've not seen it neither, but I think I'll look into it. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, it might sound like I've watched lots of crazy movies to, <laughs> to actually give all this, but we don't actually have a television at home, uh, and we haven't for quite some time. So I don't watch uh, mainstream media or, or anything that's going out on, on telly. These are my own personal experiences. Mm. I've been healing for 40 years with, with, with a 98% success rate in curing everything, including cancer. Right? What made everything. you get rid of your TV? Um, it was just bullshit. Just nothing but repeats and bullshit. Uh, and my life's been so much happier since, you know, because that thing is an invasive uh, frequency constantly bashing you in the head and in the pineal gland. Oh, yeah. Out, by the way, guys, if you go to a dentist or the doctors and they try to get this um, temperature thing on your forehead, back off. Don't do it. It's designed to destroy your pineal gland. Get them to put it on your wrist and they will oblige. They will oblige. Don't let them put it on your forehead. The, the technology inside these uh, um, laser beams to get the temperature from your body will go straight through your skull uh, as of what any vibration would do even if you're on a, uh, a musical stage and you're hearing a bass that goes straight through your body and into your brain these laser beams are designed to destroy the pineal gland and this is where it will really dumb you down and, and kill you in another way don't let them point it at your head please get them to do it on your wrist I've been to the dentist twice and I said the same same can you please put it on my wrist and they just went, oh, fair enough, okay. And they got their temperature reading, and they were happy. Yeah. All right, so don't go there, guys. It's bad, bad news. Well, I think people also need not just wake up to all of it, but realise in the sixth sense, the spiritual side of it, they don't know about mm. the pineal gland, the spiritual aspects of it. Because no, we're not, not taught. taught. No. Not, none of it's taught, is it? It's where all your power is, guys, is in your pineal gland. It doesn't just control every single gland in your body, which it does. It also holds the power of spirituality. That's why it's behind your third eye, in the centre of your brain, behind your forehead. That is why it's called the third eye. It comes from your pineal gland. The dark side know this. The governments know this. They want you that destroyed to take away your spirituality, to take away your soul. Right? And also these vaccines are designed to destroy your DNA and change your DNA. And I've, I've done my research and all of this because I, as a healer, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm giving the best to my patients. And it's still your choice. And, and I, I respect that. If you still want to go out there and uh, commit suicide, that is your choice. <laughs> That's a nice ending to the show. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> come back to your power, please. Yeah. Come back to your power. You are sovereign power. It's your right to be a human being, not a human doing. Well, thank you for that, Ian. Another <laughs> part of your show, yeah. I think we're probably going to have to do like a monthly Ian visit. <laughs> no, no, I could listen to you for hours, you know that. Um, so thanks, guys, for tuning in. I'm yeah, sorry. thank you very much. Um, Ian has written a book, and I know he say he's not out to make profit or anything, but yeah, I do advise it's, it's easy reading. Yeah, it's Empowering the Atomic Body, the Universe Within. You can get it on uh, ebook as as well as Kindle, which yeah. is cheaper for you. Yeah, I got it via Amazon, I think it was. But yeah, it's not very much, but I really advise it's got pictures. It's, it's got lots of information and it is easy to read. Yeah, and it's also got my um, ex my visual experience that happened to me 20 years ago about what's going to happen to this planet. 
right. I, I haven't shared that all tonight. I haven't got to that bit oh, yet. No. I'm a slow what reader. What am I doing? doing? It's slowing down a bit. I've had the chronicles of Ian and that. <laughs> oh, there is so many aspects to this man, uh, yeah. I, I know, I know. It's, uh, yeah. but, but he's always a ray of sunshine. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, could, you could annoy me, actually. Like, he'll be coming in in a minute. Ooh, smiling. Smiling and being happy. When I used to go onto the building sites, because um, as a bricklayer, uh, big major building sites. They called me Grander because I was the oldest bricklayer on site. And I, every time I went on, and this is like six months solid, every single day I went on site, I was grinning, smiling, happy, telling jokes. And they couldn't believe it. They said, what is it with you, Grandad? I'm not a Grandad. I don't know. I have grandchildren. What is it with you, Grandad? You're always happy and sparkly and smiling. Well, why be a miserable bastard? Yeah. yeah. What's the point in that? There is no point. And you have to make that choice. And I think, um, you know, I've, I've been... Not just me, but I've been very low, absolutely horrendously low. And I know there's so many people out there that are going through this. And and that's what gets me. It's not, excuse my language, it's not the COVID 19, it's mental health. And it's all these selfish people out there that are like, you know, well, well, you can stay in. It's like, will you tell that to the mother of four that's got no support and no company, no garden, anything like that? And I mean, I've got all of those things. But life is difficult because I'm not really working and there's lots of people that they're loving it. But you're actually teaching me at the moment to live in the now. And the last two days, I've been quite chilled doing nothing. It's quite surprised Mm -hmm. me. I've watched a movie and I'm like, I don't do TV during the day. But I'm I'm just going with it. And I am finding that... It's coming into your power again. It is. And I'm doing all my, like, I choose and that sort of stuff. But it, it does help. And I do think as well, staying off Facebook quite late. I have my little 10 minutes a day, yeah. you know, but that has helped. Just stay away from all that negativity and bullshit. Uh, don't, don't Stay with your own journey. Mm. Don't don't jump on somebody else's journey. It's no point. You're just going to burn yourself out. Stay with your own power. Yeah. Right? I do not consent. Right. right. I reserve all rights. Did you hear Graham Hart button in there? Yeah, on I my reserve show? all rights and I do not consent. <laughs> Right, well, we're going to end there, guys. Yeah, God bless everybody. Yeah, Thank we'll you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that and you've gained some kind of uh, knowledge and empowerment from that. That's why I'm here. That's all I want to do. Right, and you have. Thank you very much. You can stick your vaccines. Okay. Yeah. You well, can look. stick your stinking vaccines up your ass. You can stick your stinking vaccines up your ass. You can stick your stinking vaccines, stick your stinking vaccines, stick your stinking vaccines up your ass. Yeehaw! Singing we are the 99%. Singing we are the 99%. Singing we are the 90. Together we are mighty. We are the 99%. On the Shelley Tasker Show!